0: Yo, 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 what it do, what it is. This is Foosball Fanatics. I'm your host, Dayvon, a.k.a. Day Two Times, a.k.a. Day Day, a.k.a. Bebo Lottie, a.k.a. Hetty Murphy. We here, we back in effect. And i just like to say off-rip, I apologize for missing the last two weeks out on the episodes. Last week was the holidays. It was hard getting my guest that I wanted to interview. He was out of town for Thanksgiving. And the week before, I'm going to just be honest, work was kicking my ass. It was uh, pretty hectic. we back in full effect we got a special guest from the who that nation and uh we about to just get real 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 nice in this joint so sauce boy go ahead and play me something nice play me something mellow and majestic while we get our minds right this that boy sauce boy s-o-s-s-b-o-y follow him on ig and we're gonna get into it sauce boy for that beat again that sauce boy s-o-s-s-b-o-y follow him on ig and sauce boy s-o-s-s-b-o-y now today we got a uh, special guest uh it's bittersweet for me as an eagles fan not gonna lie but we'll get into that later we have the um the infamous the world pronoun the make sure your girl ain't following him on twitter or ig mr windizzle wendell or Dizzle himself. Shout out to my boy. What up, boy?
1: What's up? What's up, man? How you doing?
0: I'm good, man. How are you? I'm
1: blessed, man. I'm blessed.
0: That's what I like to hear. I'm glad to have you on my show. Uh as a Saints fan from the Who That Nation, I gotta say, um, it's crazy. Like, y'all the only team that I hate more than the Cowboys. And that's only because y'all beat us in the playoffs. You know, y'all took in so many playoff moments from my childhood, teenage, and adult memory. And, you know, so it's 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 a hate, but at the same time, it's basically saying y'all nice because y'all take us out when it matters. So, you know, shout out to y'all or whatever, who that in the building.
1: You already know.
0: So, um, let's. how long have you been a Saints fan, and what gotten you into being a Saints fan?
1: I'm from New Orleans, so... Shout out, Nola. Only team I can represent, only team I can root for is the Saints, man. I've been there since Aaron Brooks, Jim Hazlitt, Mike Dicker, Ricky Williams. mm just, I have to be a Saints fan, so right? you,
0: So you've been there since the gutter days.
1: Ever since I was born, I've been a Saints fan. Ever since I was born, I've been in that black and gold. That's Biden what's else, up. Nonetheless. less.
0: That's true loyalty to a football program. A lot of people are not accustomed to that nowadays, which is sad. But shout out to you for that. Um, So the Saints, y'all uh, pretty much, y'all clinched the <laughs> NFC South. You on know. Thanksgiving. Yeah, on Thanksgiving. So y'all did that um you guys you know looking like y'all going to finish at least one or two in the NFC, so you'll get that bye week. Yeah. Shout out to y'all for that. Oh, my bad. Before we go even, before we go any further, uh, shout out to my boy Wendizzle. He' about to graduate from Towson University, December eighteenth, I believe.
1: Yes, sir. I
0: believe that's what it is. We don't fact check over here, but my boy' about to graduate with a, a bachelor's degree in marketing. So shout out to my boy for that. Yes, sir. And for my that, we're gonna pull up a shot of that Henny off the early. So right we now. already got that toast to my boy. Toast there you go, right us. here. We're gonna take the shot. That's how we do it, man. Early shout for my early shout for my boy. He about to graduate. That's huge.
1: Yes, man. Taking
0: that next step in life, man. That's what it's about. Um now back to the Saints real quick. Um, looks like you guys about to clinch the uh either first or second spot in the NFC, which is big. You clinched the NFC South uh for the third straight year, which is big. So you guys are kinda in relaxed mode right now. Um I re- I remember being there two years ago.
1: It's a great feeling. It is, it is, but you said relax mode. is not relax mode because NFC, one day you can be the first seed, you sleep, you the fifth seed. So it's just like you got to put the throttle on, you got to keep pushing because NFC is hectic, man. You see, the Niners, they 10-2, and, and they the fifth seed. So it's like anything can happen. We got the Niners next We got the Niners this week. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of stuff happening. NFC is just mad and crazy. So it's just like you, you can't let up because... Yes, we we clinched the NFC, but the South, but they only none. Yeah, the N- regular season when playoffs happen, none of that matters. The exactly. wild card can do all of that. Exactly, it don't matter.
0: The NFC playoff picture just it's like a um, playoff picture slash race for wild card picture. Like the NFC playoffs right now, like I don't I don't even think people really like AFC is kind of what you see is what you get. NFC, you're gonna have a team or two not make the playoffs that definitely deserve to with ten plus wins. It's wild, like Seahawks and Niners. You know they're battling it out for the uh, NFC West. Seahawks at the moment have the title, but I don't. I don't see the season being finished off like that. They still have to play each other again. So that's gonna be the ultimate battle for the NFC West. You got Packers and Vikings in the NFC North. Um, you know Vikings. You know kind of took a uncharacteristic L to the Seahawks but they're still a solid overall team uh Packers too but like and again they've both been exposed just like I mean I'm pretty sure every NFC team has even even the Saints you know Falcons Falcons exposed y'all you know and I, I can't talk much my Eagles have been exposed by um seven different teams So it is, you know, it's very doable. Packers and Vikings, you know, is up for grabs. Who's going to clinch that? And even Bears are still in the conversation after beating Dallas. Shout out to Dallas. Um, And that, you know, brings us to the NFC East, Cowboys versus Eagles. And it's sad, like, how Cowboys lose and us Eagles fans, we get excited. But then we lose. So like at this point, I don't even know what to make of a Cowboys L anymore. It's like okay, they lost, but like, what are we gonna do? No matter who we play, we just lost to the Dolphins. Like that's that's so embarrassing, bro. The Dolphins, man. We lost to the Dolphins, but it's Fitzmag- magic. Fitz magic. He took he took us out last year with the Bucks too, man. I don't. I don't like him or his beard. He needs to stay away from my birds. I already
1: know about the bucks, man. He he's something else. Yeah, he, he's he, something else.
0: He he took us out last year with the bucks. Throwing to Deshaun. Matter of fact, so Mike was,
1: Evans and Deshaun Jackson. It was man.
0: bittersweet. Um, so you know, I don't like him on his beard. He can stay away from the two one five. You know, just just f off. Stay in Miami. Um, so you know, I don't I don't know who's gonna take that division. I really hope it is us. I feel like we're more deserving, not because we're, you know, better than the Cowboys because they spanked us, but we're more familiar with the waters. It seems like anytime Cowboys go to the playoffs, it's like a little kid walking into a dark hallway, just scared and he crumbles. And that's what they do every time. It's like, OK, yeah, they go to playoffs. We know that it's, it's first round and they're done like all the time. Come on now.
1: But when the Eagles go to the playoffs, who they lose to?
0: Listen, I already ah. said, I, I already said in the beginning of the show that I hate y'all more, more than the Cowboys so for that reason. Man. For that reason. Like last year we could Every talk time. we could talk about it real quick. Last year in the playoffs, you know, we 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 had we got off to a great start.
1: 14-0, I remember. I'm gonna yeah.
0: tell you what changed that whole game. Marshawn. Not even.
1: Or oh, the the fake fourth the fake, down? The fake punt? Oh, a fake punt. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. shifted
0: the whole momentum of the game. Yeah, and I, I called scared.
1: it. I was scared too because it was it was punt be fourteen zero. Mm hmm. Gotta get the ball twenty one skunk. Foles Foles magic. I and don't I, know. And I called it. I was like, yo, watch for the
0: fake punt. Shit. Number Shit. seven's back to. there, and they did it, and they won. But you know, um, shout out to y'all or whatever.
1: Who that? 504.
0: Speaking of who that, you guys got a very big game coming up against the 49ers, which could potentially be the NFC championship. This is a very high powered offense within the Saints going against a fast paced defense from the 49ers. Uh, this is going to be a game. Um, you know, we expected a great game, which was one between the Ravens and the 49ers. But the weather kind of, you know, um, you know, shifted it towards one way. More on the ground, but you guys are hosting a the game. They're gonna be in a dome. It's gonna be loud. It's gonna be a true test for Jimmy G and that 49ers team going against you guys. Uh Offense great, defense great. I mean, you guys are overall great team, as are they. And you know, I man, I'm really looking forward to this game.
1: I'm real intrigued because there's so many matchups within the matchups. Because on offense, you got Mike Thomas, Richard Sherman. That should be interesting because you know Mike Thomas, he's on record pace receptions, see if he get the 144 mark. It's gonna be real interesting to see how the run goes against that line. You got Armstead, you got Ramcheck, to see how they go against D Ford, DeForest Buckner, Solomon mm-hmm. Thomas, just to see how that happens. And then you got Drew Brees against that defense, just mm-hmm. to see how that goes. And on the opposite side, you got Brita, Coleman, Jimmy G. Kyle Shanahan, he's a mastermind in offense. See how that goes against with Marshawn, Eli, Von Bell. It's just gonna be real interesting because there's so many matchups within matchups because they have playmakers because they got you got Emmanuel Sanders from the deadline. That's gonna be interesting. See he he's a slot, slot magic, he in a he be on the wideout too. Then you got um What's his name? Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. rookie from uh, South Carolina, I believe. Mm-hmm. Very, very sneaky. It's just going to be matchups within matchups because I feel like it's going to be the like one of the OG offensive playmakers and Sean Payton against the young the young offensive playmaker with Kyle Shanahan. Just see how they collide. I think it's not going to be a lot of offense. So I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Really? I think it might be... I'm not trying to be 2 buys. I think it might be 21-17 Saints, 21-14 Saints. I think the Nines are underestimating how loud it can really get in the dome. I don't think they've ever experienced nothing like this. They haven't. And since how much is at stake, I think it'll be very, 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 very interesting. And also, a very underrated matchup's going to be Kittle against Von Bell and Marcus Williams. That's going to be, mm. that's gonna be the, the determining factor. If Kittle can get in and Kittle get his... That's going to subdue so much with the play action with Breda and Coleman. I think that's going to be very, very crucial. If we could stop them because with the Saints defense, for I think I think it's like 35 straight games, they've hold a running back to under 100 yards. Which really? is very, very underrated. But it's very misleading because when you go to a big lead, of course they're going to go away from the run because right pass, pass, pass. But that's something to look look forward to. we could stop the run because we... Oh McCaffrey, sixty-five yards, I believe. So, it'll be very interesting. There's so many matchups within matchups.
0: Well, with all due respect, I mean Panthers. All they have is McCaffrey. Um, DJ Moore isn't. He's he's good. He's very good, I mean, but he he's not. T- he had two touchdowns against us. Yeah, yeah. But well, <laughs> he, he's not an elite threat yet. I not think yet. he'll reach that level one day. Yeah, but like, from from what it sounds like, it's gonna be battle a matchup dog. against matchup across the board.
1: Dogfight. Yeah.
0: You mentioned it. Uh, and I seen it last year with my Eagles going to the Dome for playoffs. The separated factor is going to be them fans. Y'all fans literally, and y'all That's y'all know y'all know what y'all was doing by making the Dome. Y'all know what y'all was doing, bastards. Yeah, sure. So yeah. y'all y'all set the Dome up for a reason like that. Like even from I'm the the game was in Louisiana. I'm in Maryland last year watching the game, and I felt how loud it was. I'm like, bro, that is ridiculous how loud those it's fans never, are out right there. It's never
1: silent, even when the offense on the team. It's still romping and jumping. It's everybody's drunk. It's just it's yeah. a it's an event. Everybody's having a good time, and it just they live for that. They live for the craziness. They live for the loudness. Yeah. That's just and all people.
0: And like you said, Jimmy G hasn't come across that yet. Um, you know, Baltimore's loud. It's a good stadium. It's a good you know turnout, but it's not New Orleans Saints big game playoff game loud like sure. that's that's definitely going to be the separating factor in my opinion and also if you guys can truly contain d Ford, ning deforest buckner you and know and bosa
1: that's that's gonna be the determining factor but yeah people don't know ryan Ramcheck he's been holding his own he had to go against the davion Clowney, khalil Mack, and he's been holding his own and then shaquille barnett the leader in sacks he had like eight sacks in like the first four games he's didn't do nothing against Drew Brees. Mm. We had a little little funk against the uh, Falcons. We had six sacks. But ever since then, our, our line's been holding it down. So that's going to be a big match. It's going to be check against Bosa. And that's going to be the determining factor, I think. If we can stop Bosa, we can stop that line, and we can run with Kamara and see how Kamara can do one-on-one with a, lineman, I mean, a linebacker. That's gonna show something and let's just see how Mike Thomas can do what he can do because hey man, like his Twitter handle can't guard
0: Mike. Yeah, Mike he, he's a beast and a lot of people are actually upset that he's not in the M uh candidate uh discussion, you know. Um, but you know, they it's always a quarterback's league.
1: I think Lamar got it. I think Lamar deserves definitely, it. Definitely. I think definitely. Lamar deserves it.
0: He's a beast. Um but you mentioned linebacker earlier, uh Kiko Alonso, AJ Klein. Um, haven't participated in practice at all this week. They're probably going to be out. Mm -hmm. You guys, if I'm not mistaken, picked up somebody. Yeah, we
1: picked up Monte Teo. So, Mm. with the three of them, they're kind of all in the same. They're, like, really run aggressive. Mm -hmm. So, that's good and bad because the play action, they go right to the running back, and then you just throw it over their head. But... Monte, he's been with us. He went up. He went with us the past two years. We didn't really sign him. He had an option, but he's he knows the playbook. He knows everything with Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen's been doing a really good job. When uh Rob Ryan, Rex Ryan's brother, was our defensive coordinator, he I was guess Yes, we times. That was, that just, was like, a sloppy looking dude. Three straight seventy nine seasons when we had him, but Dennis Allen's he's doing a heck of a job. So we hopefully he doesn't take no. No head coaching job, but he's been really good as a defensive coordinator. So hopefully, you can just plug him in, and then he can just attack the mm-hmm. run and just do his role and do your role and succeed in it. I
0: mean, hopefully, Tayo ain't been dealing with no online girlfriend. No catfish is egg. Hey. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I don't mean, know hope, man. if his mine straight. Then y'all gonna you know do what it do. Hope but so. um, you know, shout out to the Saints. Uh, so who that in the building? As we say. About we're going before. to find out for sure because it is time for Henny a Trivia. Whoop, whoop. Yes, sir. Henny a Trivia for those who are just tuning in. Henny a Trivia, trivia is a cool little uh, trivia segment we have for our special guest to see how well they know the team that they represent. So my man, Wend Dizzle, here is from the Who That Nation for the Saints. So we're going to see uh, just how much he knows about who that is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We got five questions. We got five shots of Henny lined up. If he gets a question wrong, I take a shot of Henny, which I have no problem with. If he gets a question right, oh, see, look. If he gets a question right, I take a shot of Henny. If he gets a question wrong, down the hatch for Wendeezy. All right? I love you, Henny. Me too, so I might hope that you actually get something.
1: (laughs) Get it wrong on purpose.
0: Yeah, like that's what we need. All right, Wynn Dizzle, are you ready? Yes, sir. We're going to get straight to it then. Question number one, who is the all-time rushing yards leader amongst the New Orleans Saints as far as quarterbacks? So who is the all-time rushing leader for quarterbacks for the New Orleans Saints? I'm
1: going to go with Aaron Brooks.
0: Aaron Brooks.
1: From Virginia.
0: Okay, No. listen. I ain't fact checking, but he said he's from VA. I like that. Aaron Brooks, number two. That was a mobile bastard. But unfortunately. Ooh,
1: that's wrong?
0: That is the incorrect answer. Who is it? And I would have said Aaron Brooks, too, which is why I put this question I it was down. Aaron Brooks? It's actually Archie Manning. Archie? With a career total of 2,058 yards.
1: That's a good
0: one. I, thank you, my brother. That's so we're going to go ahead and pull this up for you. Cognac's finest, Hennessy, Wee Wee, Célebi, ooh,
1: that's nice a little quick fat. Mm. Aaron Brooke. it's actually cousins with Michael Vick. Did you know that?
0: I uh, I did, and um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna see why that's kind of awkward in Shout about five minutes. Knees. All right, number two question: In the 1999 <laughs> NFL draft, what did former Saints head coach Mike Dicka give up? To draft Ricky Williams.
1: He gave up a first. He gave up two firsts, I believe, and a second in the next draft. Mm. So maybe, I want to say three firsts or two firsts. But I know it's like it a lot of firsts. And mm-hmm. he gave up a, a second in the next year's draft for Ricky Williams.
0: Okay. um, So we're going to go ahead and give that a correct um, at least partially, because it can go different ways with that answer. So, in a nutshell, most people will say the entire draft. Because mm-hmm. like, okay. he pretty much, like, betted it before it came. It's like, I will give up my entire draft for Ricky Williams. And the rest of game, was like, okay, we'll hold you to that. So, yeah, in a nutshell, the entire draft. He gave up a total of eight picks, including two first-rounders, which you got correct. So, we will give you that. So, I will go ahead and take my shot to that. Shout
1: out Ricky Williams from Texas. Ugh.
0: And, yeah, no, nah, shout out to him. Um, didn't work out as well for you guys as it did with Miami. Sadly. But at least you opened up the cage for the beast. So, you know, shout out to y'all for that. Let me go ahead and take this shot real quick. Mm. Question number three, which I have to switch up. <laughs> You got to total yourself. So question number three was originally former Saints quarterback Aaron Brooks is related to which other former NFL player?
1: Michael Vick. Yeah.
0: V-Tech. Yeah, so we can't go ahead. We got another one. We got a backup just in case. You know what I mean? You ain't professional if you don't have a backup. That goes for QBs. That goes for the ladies. All right. Uh -uh. So question number three. Who is the all-time rushing leader as far as yards? For the NFL Saints. All time? All time.
1: Ooh. I want to know this. I think I know this, but I think it's wrong, but I'm going to go with Deuce McAllister.
0: Deuce McAllister. That answer is correct.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Who would have who been your second option? I
1: don't know, but I just thought it was Deuce McAllister. Get yeah. It. Shout out Deuce McAllister. Went to Ole Miss, I believe. Big Deuce. Big Deuce. He got a ring. I'm happy for him. He got a ring the year... He retired because I think he had two ACL tears. Mm-hmm. Shadow yeah. Deuce. No. He had a, he had a his radio podcast, I think, in Mississippi. He's really big in New Orleans. He's a lover. Everybody loves him in New Orleans. Shadow Rock, Deuce rocking that.
0: Rocking that. Two, Two-two. dos. Yes, sir. So I'm going to go ahead and take a shot because, you know, either way you would have got it correct whether it was, he pointed it out, whether it was for um, the Aaron Brooks question or the Deuce McAllister question. What we on? Number four. Shout out to that very special Hennessy. Question number four, Z. Who or what was the name of the Saints player that recovered the onside kick to start the second half of Super Bowl
1: 44? <laughs> Just give me a shot. I don't, know that one. I don't know that one, but I know who did it. That was Moristad. I, yeah. I know we kicked it with uh, yeah, Moristad. Yeah, that's, a, that's a
0: easy to remember. Moristad
1: from SMU, but I do not know who... Reco- I'm trying to think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think.
0: think. Mm. You, got, you got a little bit of time. Time's up.
1: Scott so, Vegeta? Scott Vegeta. That's a good guess.
0: His name was Chris Reese.
1: Chris Reese. I would not know that. Or
0: Chris Riez. I don't that's a, that's know. A good, that was a good one. Dun. I
1: definitely would have
0: knew that one. I appreciate. So here's your shot of Hennessy, my boy. The finest of the finest. Yeah. Now we are on to question number five. And this is, let me not say that. I might give it away. Question number five. Who is the Saints all-time leading receiver in yards?
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got so many guesses I can guess for this. But I do not. Mm, Let's say, let's say Joe Horn.
0: Joe Horn is his answer, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, his answer is incorrect. <sighs> a lot of people would have guessed Joe Horn. Who was your, Who was second on you? I was.
1: I had a lot. I had. I had a lot. I had like Marquise Colson, but I don't think he had it. Marquise Colson, Jerome Payton, Michael Lewis.
0: And Michael Lewis was a beast. I remember him. Mm-hmm. I definitely remember Joe Horn because his TD celebrations were sick. Yeah. He, he, Joe yeah, Horn yeah. had the uh, cell phone. You remember?
1: Cell phone. Yes, sir. I remember. It was on Friday night, not Friday, Monday night. That's when
0: they. That's when they let the that's celebration. When him
1: and T.O. was matching uh, celebrations. Yeah, that's when
0: they. Yeah, oh. and him, T.O., Ocho Cinco, and Steve Smith. They were yeah, like the gods of. TD celebrations
1: I don't know who's The leading receivers So
0: the The correct answer Is Marcus Colston
1: was Marcus Colston (laughs)
0: 9,775 yards I
1: thought it was Marcus Colston But I didn't think Shout out to Marcus Colston He was drafted 7th round From Hofstra University Wasn't he like Second to last I don't remember But I remember Hofstra University Listen
0: This is Foosball Fanatics We don't fact check But I believe it was second to last out of Hofstra. You know who
1: went to Hofstra too?
0: Who? Hoser. Hoser. Shout out to Hoser. Shout out to Hoser. We taking a shot for Hoser. Shout out to Hoser.
1: Hofstra University. (laughs) Pull that
0: up. Pull that up. And you know what's crazy? I went to um, Nassau. Shout out to Nassau. Nassau Community College for football for like half a semester, which is literally right next to Hofstra. It's in um, Long Island. So, shout-out to Hofstra. Shout-out to Long Island. That was a hell
1: of a draft pick. It was. Hell of a draft
0: pick. Number 12. Man, that was my favorite receiver at one point. Hofstra no longer has a football program, which is crazy. But shout-out to Long Island. Shout-out to Hofstra. Shout-out to Nassau. Nassau, Shout-out to Hoser. Um, The only coach I've ever seen where... Uh, cargo shorts and flip flops. And rain raining weather. And no matter the weather, with I'm the, talking about with the baby with in the
1: in the stroller.
0: Calling everyone in Nimrod, punching out clipboards. He was the goat. Ooh, good
1: guy. Good he guy. Yeah, yeah.
0: He, he was. He was. He was definitely that dude. Man. He hated
1: me, but he was still a good guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Deep down, he he was cool. Um, shout out to Mount Saint Joe. That's where he at now. Mount Saint. Mount I'm, Saint I might gotta hit him up for a coaching job. Actually,
1: if you didn't know, uh, we had a recruit. I L- went to LSU from Mount St. Joe. I don't remember his name, but... Really? Three, three-star, two-star recruit. I went to LSU from Mount St. Joe. That's huge. That's major. Hey,
0: Maryland man. on the map, man. All right, Wendizzle, we going straight hop into our next segment, which is cool, which is not as pressury because we don't have drinks for this, but I mean, I don't know. The way that me and you like Hennessy, we might take one just because. So, uh, the next thing we got is top five DOA. Three, two, yes, ladies and gentlemen, one. it's time for the segment of Top 5 DOA, which is Top 5 Dead or Alive. We're going to ask our special guest here at Top 5 of any category that we wish to that is connected to his or her favorite team. So for for my boy Win Dizzle today, we're going to ask him for his Top 5. Saints-associated characters of all time. This can be players. This can be coaches. This can be strength and conditioning coaches. This can be water boys. This can be water girls. This can be a towel boy. Whatever it is that is connected to the Saints. We want a top five from our boy, Wendizzle here. All right? All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to start from... We could start from number 5 being the least like, mm-hmm. number 1 being the most like. So we could just okay. work our way up the list. Okay. So go ahead, Wim Dizzle. let these people know your top 5 DOA of the Saints. Start with number 5.
1: Number 5, I would go with Reggie Bush. Mm. Reggie Bush. He didn't live up to the hype, but he he had a he had a good, he had a good run. He helped us out. He was a threat, dual threat. I think right now Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis thought what he was going to be what Alvin Kamara was going to be. Definitely, definitely. I like that. He I like definitely, that. definitely thought he was going to be Alvin Kamara, but he held his own punt return, kick return. He was like a scat back. He did a lot of good things. We give him the ball, he would just make plays, and you'd just be like, Wow, he did a lot. I remember vividly, when we played the Cardinals. He had a punt return, I believe. He had a screenplay. Because, you know, the Saints love screens. Mm-hmm. That's the thing we do on, like, 3rd and 20, and 15. It's... We just run a screen. It's something you don't expect. We just run screens. So, he was really good in the screenplay. So, I would say number five, Richie Bush.
0: Okay. Respect to the fullest. And I like how you said, that's what y'all... A- AK is what y'all wanted Reggie Bush to be. For sure, for sure. I've never heard that before, but hearing it for the first time, I see sure. it completely vividly. Like that makes so much sense. All right, number four.
1: Number four, I would go with I go with Marquise Colston. He was a reliable receiver. At the end of the day, we needed it. You need that first down when it was third and, nine, third mm-hmm. and seven, He would get that ten yards. He get that nine yards. You do a you do a fade route back shoulder. Easy, and it was that he was just so overlooked coming in the seventh round. You just didn't know about him, and he was just reliable for so many years. He probably won't make the Hall of Fame, but he got a ring. He made the Saints Hall of Fame. I think a year, two years ago, he made mm-hmm. the Saints Hall of Fame. So it's like Saints fans know who Marquise Colson is. The average person might not know who he is, but he he did the thing. He he gave us touchdowns. So.
0: Man, that's one of Marquise my favorite. Coulson. That's one of my favorite receivers of all time. I'd put him in the Hall of Fame. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yes. bro, he was a beast. All right, number three win. Number it three?
1: There's some fight somebody, somebody you might be surprised with. I put him over Marquise Coast, but I'm gonna go with Lance Moore. Okay. Lance Moore, he was a really good reliable, he was a slot slot receiver, but he could be the outside receiver when we needed. He people don't know. He did a lot when Marquise would be out. Mm-hmm. He would go to the, he would be the Y, the H, he would go to the X or the Z. And he would do those routes when we needed it the most. And he would always get those crucial crucial plays when we needed the most and he was just really crucial and he was just just a good player versatile very versatile lance more lance more
0: listen so when dizzle you being a dark-skinned brother i like you really like you 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 holding it down you you really feeling pride for these light-skinned brothers out mm-hmm. here i, I see
1: just- I love Saints fans. I love Saints players, man. I love, love the Saints, so I don't see color. Hey,
0: hey, what do you say on ATL? Anybody tell you light brothers is out of style? No mo. Shout out the um whatever. Shout Big out boy. to shout out to Lance Moore. Lance you Moore, know. that's my man. So we got number two. Number three. Yeah, yeah, we got
1: number two. Number two, another light skin brother. My man, is Jimmy G. I hate it. I wish he would have stayed with us. I really miss him. But my man is Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G was a real good dude. He was mm-hmm. he was a threat. It's just bad that his agent and him, he wanted receiving money when he's a tight mm-hmm. end, and it yeah. just. I mean. Separate way. He didn't make the trade. He went to Seattle, Then he went to um, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I really wish. We were trying to sign him back when you know, he was a free agent, but he got like 33 mil over like three years, so it was just. It was a real try. I just wish he could have flourished when we had him because he was just so great. He was, a, he was a red zone threat because he was a, uh, I think he was a forward or a center at Miami. Yeah. And it was just. He,
0: so, he was one of those, you know, uh, typical basketball players in college that turned tight in in the NFL. And with yeah. y'all, like you said, he was a red red zone threat. I mean, he was constantly going over top of dudes and then dunking on the goalposts. Jimmy Graham was a beast with you guys. And remember yeah. that, like, commercial when he was in, like, the foster home? Mm-hmm. And then he was running and then yeah. ran to the NFL. Jimmy Graham is a beast, man. A
1: nice fun fact. They actually banned... Dunking on a goalpost because, because one time in Atlanta he tilted the whole field goal post. See what I'm there. saying? Hey, yeah. that's that's a true. Saints have so many.
0: That's a true that's, yammer right there. That's a true yam Jimmy master G. right there.
1: Jimmy G and number one. there should be should be nothing. No question. Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. That's he's a god in New Orleans. He's just. He's everything you know. He gave us our first ring. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he gets another ring this year, next year. Knock on wood. But he's just he's just the, he's the goat. He should be. He should be in contention with the greatest with Brady and Breeze and Elway and Aikman and Montana and Young. But you know he doesn't because he only has one ring and everybody thinks Rodgers is better. But to me, he's better than Rodgers. I'll hold that forever. Rodgers is better. Breeze is better than Rodgers, but. Breeze is just the best, man. He's the GOAT. Five thousand receiving five thousand yards thrown in like five consecutive seasons. He's just what else can you say, man? He's just the goat. That is wild. Wow. I think if he gets one more ring, he'll be solidified. But I think First ballot Hall of Famer off rep, but I think that's just what I'm biased, but Drew Brees is just...
0: No, he's definitely first ballot, and that's... He's the greatest, man. 5,000, what, what did you say? Three it's like,
1: 5,000, like, three or four consecutive years. He that's had 5, ridiculous. 5,000 yards, 20 touchdowns. He's leading, compl- he's leading last year, he's this year, last year, completion percentage. He's just... And he's doing this at, what, 5'11"? On the 5'11 paper, it says he's... he's, he's 40. on the
0: On the paper, it says he's six feet, but, like, me 5'11. being a former, you know, college yeah. Yeah. football athlete... You're you're added an inch and five pounds. Like that's sure. that's sure. the the rules. College, high school, NFL. When your roster comes up and it says your height and weight, you're added an inch and five pounds. Like that's just yeah, a yeah. given, you know. Um, but uh, rewind a little bit. You said he gave you guys your first ring.
1: First ring in two thousand nine. Beat the Colts thirty one seventeen. Super Bowl forty four in yes, Miami, sir. Florida. I remember it.
0: Too. And it's funny you mention that. Um, with my Eagles, Nick Foles gave us our first ring, mm-hmm. and it just clicked in my head real quick. This is why I have to bring it up. They went to the same high school in Texas, you know. I did not know that. Yeah, so Nick Foles, Drew Brees, and it's one more kid. That I...
1: Oh, I remember too. This, is, foo- this is Foosball Fanatics. We Ooh, don't fact check. I remember. So, right. don't,
0: so don't come for us.
1: Um... Was it the QB for Texas right now? It was something. Not Watson. No, 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 no. I don't know. I know was... I know. I heard right. about it. W- was it
0: the Was it the kid that plays quarterback for the Texas Longhorns right now? Was it him that went there too?
1: Eisenberger, uh, Eisenberg, so, yeah, from Texas, yeah, it
0: is. From Eisenberg, Texas. what are you talking it's not about?
1: What... But it is a Texas quarterback. It is. It so, is. anyways,
0: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Drew Brees and Nick Foles went to the same high school in Texas. I don't want to try to say the name of it because I don't know, and like I said, this foosball fanatics, we don't fact check over here. But regardless, they so, went to the same high school. I want to say one more
1: thing. Go I, ahead. I, I was a little biased to the offense. I ain't showing no love to the defense. So honorable mentions. I want to give John Den Vilma. Mm-hmm. He was a baller. Yeah, he was. And my man's Will Smith, D.N. from Ohio State, rest in mm-hmm. peace. He was a, definitely a baller. Fact, facts, like, fact. You know, I actually love the defense. Yeah, I, I know w- people in defense listening, like, what about the defense? Mm-hmm. I got to give love the defense. John DeVilma from Miami, to U. Mm-hmm. And then D.N. Will Smith from the yeah. Ohio State. Yeah, and that
0: was first. definitely a tragic death with Will Smith. Yeah. So, you know, stupid, we're going to. Stupid BS. He yeah, got killed over him. Yeah, so, um. But like I said, uh, Drew Brees, Nick Foles went to the same high school. They mm-hmm. both gave both of our teams our first rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and and what, both number, weren't in number nine.
1: Number nine.
0: That's crazy. I, nine. I, I just think that's really crazy. Number nine. Um, but we're going to get into my top five real quick because I'm not, you know, I, I know a little bit about the Saints, but we're going to get to it real quick. Number five, I got my boy Darren Sproles. Um, thank you all for giving him to yeah. us. But even, you know, besides, besides that, you know, just – his all-purpose yards leading he's top 10 so he de- definitely deserves to be in the NFL because of that and he's doing that mm-hmm. at what like 5, 6 he's, mm-hmm. he's tiny he's tiny as hell number 4 I got Aaron Brooks shout um, out to VA yeah shout out, shout out to VA shout out to 757 um, Newport you know, News I believe yeah.
1: I'm not 100% sure but Newport News I believe
0: yeah either Newport News Hampton somewhere, somewhere, Beach, somewhere yeah there. somewhere in that yeah, area yeah, yeah, yeah. you know cause him and Vic were related and you know Vic is my favorite all-time NFL player of all time and just, you know, he was similar to Vic. He wasn't sure, quite sure. as explosive as Vic, but you can't expect that from the average person. You really can't. But he was a beast, rocking at number two. Um, I definitely looked up to him when I played quarterback in my days. Number three, we're going with Malcolm Jenkins.
1: Me, <laughs> listen, me,
0: be... of course That's one of the biggest... Me being a defensive guy, and shout out to Jonathan Vilma what they call him, mm. Billy Goat. He definitely like a Billy Goat in the Malcolm face. Malcolm
1: Jenkins, man, that's that's I, I look a lot of stuff. And I said Sean and Mickey said that's the biggest regret because we signed what's his name? I forgot his name from Buffalo Bills, Jarius Bird. Mm. We signed him, we let Jenkins go, and mm. that's just that's one of the biggest regrets that we have. I wish we mm. could have kept Malcolm Jenkins, he got a ring with us. And it's just. He did. He was a baller from Ohio State. He and got he more was, with the Eagles, too. He held his own, and I just wish we could have kept him. And we yeah. did not chase that money with Jarius Burgess. He was a flop. The Saints have so many flops and free eight. I can just go on. It's, it's cool. Cold, fleener, tight end, flop. Jarius Byrd, flop. Brandon Browner, flop. It's just... Oh, man, y'all
0: dig it. Y'all dig it, Browner. Keenan
1: Lewis from the Pittsburgh Steelers, flop. It's just, we just throw money at...
0: Let me throw one out there because this is one of my favorite corners of all time. Deuce McAllister. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Chris McAllister. Chris McAllister. Y'all got Chris McAllister from the Ravens.
1: Champ Bailey. We got all these players at their old age, and it just... Didn't work. We just thought we can just throw money at play. I don't know. Not never, never did, Malcolm not, Jenkins, man. That was the one we got away. Man, I wish we could have kept. That really is my. That
0: is my favorite player on the Eagles right now. He's and that was my first, my very first baller. Eagles jersey was a Malcolm Jenkins jersey. Um, shout out to you. You know who you are for getting me that jersey for um for Christmas. Shout out for him um so Job yeah ago. so so you know malcolm jenkins that's definitely number three he's mm-hmm. a general respect, that's what respect. that's what we call him we call him the general he, he,
1: he do the thing
0: but he's he been do doing that thing. since y'all so you For know sure. i definitely respect that number two we're going with joe horn
1: Joe Horn. like i said him
0: steve smith ocho cinco to at the time in the early 2000s mid 2000s they were holding down those td celebrations and not only that joe horn was a beast
1: number 87
0: he wasn't a big dude at he all no bum but he was a beast, and he was an OG. He really played there the whole time; like he held it down sure. even at an older age. So Joe Horn and he, bro, he did the cell phone celebration. So for I those who don't him. know, he scored a touchdown, lifted up the pile of um the um the, the goal on. the thing, yeah. the cover whatever you call it. He lifted up, pulled out a cell phone, and this was back <laughs> when they had the flip phones. This one, they had the, the, yes, the boost mobiles the next tails. He pulled that joint out, made a call live during the game after celebrating the TD. And fun fact, because I watched this on the documentary, what he did was he put a cell phone in both of them. Oh, both of them, yeah, yeah, just to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was the like,
1: same thing with um, Michael Thomas. He mm-hmm. did last year we put beat yep. the Rams when we he beat did. them. In a reckless season, we Mm -hmm. beat them America's Game of the Week, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, they got their revenge. Yeah. The North. uh, I mean, out of y'all hands. Out of y'all hands. But, you know, but, yeah, Michael Thomas paid homage, did Mm -hmm. the thing. Joe Horn showed the love. Mm -hmm. He you know, hit the flip phone. Shout out, Mike Thomas, Joe Horn.
0: Definitely. Shout out to both of them. Great dudes. Both top five in the all-time. Oh, I'm sorry. Both top ten in the all-time receiving yards for Saints. Number one, uh, like I said before, one of my favorite receivers of all time, Marcus Colston
1: respect bro
0: the dude was not the fastest not the most explosive not the person you know that people wanted to see the most in the country but marcus colston was such a great elite well pronounced all-around receiver for the saints at the time and in the league that Number 12, man, he did numbers. Drew Brees loved Marcus Colson, he was a true definition yes, of a sir. security blanket for Drew Brees. I, you know, didn't care too much about the Saints, but I will watch them for Marcus Colson when I played receiver in my younger days. I will look at Marcus Colson highlights.
1: He was very quiet and very humble. He didn't say he, did, he didn't speak at all,
0: he was like a, a Megatron, Calvin Johnson. They didn't speak. But they just showed out. And I like to call him a poor man. I mean, I want to call him a poor man's Calvin Johnson, but even still, you can't call him a poor man's. You can say an average man's, you know, but but you can't call him a poor man's Calvin Johnson, even though they were just as quiet because he... Bro, Marcus Colston was a problem, bro. Very humble. Very like, humble, seriously, man. man. And I, I wish he would have stayed until he cracked 10,000. Because like I said, he left at 9,775 yards. Mm. Career for the Saints. If mm. he would have cracked 10,000 for you that would have been huge. And the next person up Amazing. in that list is at 7,000-something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have a long way to go before they pass that record. Uh, Michael Thomas, you know.
1: Can't go at Mike.
0: Yeah, he'll probably beat it one day if he stays healthy. So, you know. Heart. Shout out to both of them. <sighs> New Orleans Saints. Who that? New Orleans Native. Right
1: 504. You already know, man.
0: Live Louisiana native. K- Left
1: through Katrina, man. Left through Katrina. I've been through the hard times.
0: Man. So so is y'all um, crawfish and gumbo really worth the hype? Man,
1: you just gotta go there. You gotta try the crawfish, try the gumbo, try the jambalaya, try the po' boys, try the bengays, try the hurricanes. Try... You gotta, you just gotta try all that. I ain't gonna to speak on that, I ain't gonna rap on it. Just gotta pull up. 504, yeah. man. You gotta have some good food, good living. Good times, man. Especially when the Saints win. It's a good time. Man. I've never
0: heard of someone going to New Orleans and not having a good time. You can't.
1: It's a, the hospitality, man. And you just... Everybody manage. treat you like family, man. It's real slow, man. It's just really good. The only thing is, you can't be a Falcons fan. You mm. can't be a Falcons fan. you're a Falcons fan, you're not part of the city. You're not part of the city, you just an outsider, Damn. man.
0: That's like, that's like going to Philly and being a Giants fan or Cowboys fan.
1: Saints hate the Falcons. We despise the Falcons. We mm. f- hate the Falcons. When the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, we loved it. We called ourselves New Orleans Patriots. Wow. We hate the Falcons so much. We just wow. we despise the Falcons. We wow. hate um, the Falcons.
0: I'm definitely going to New Orleans one of these days and when I do it... Especially I
1: go for Mardi Gras, man. That's the best time. We live the best life, man. That's the best experience ever in the world. Really? Mardi Gras, man. Fat Tuesday, man. You Gotta yeah. go. Gotta go. Say less. So for the when bees, I beads, man. Gotta go.
0: When I yeah, listen. Definitely for the beads. So when I go out there, I'm gonna need you to send me a list of all the foods that you just named. See, look,
1: that's a, see. Everybody asked me about that, man. But I just go home to granny house. I go home to auntie mm, house. I don't. See? I don't know spots to go. I just go home because that. that's 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 where home is. Like all my when Katrina hit, everybody went. Everybody stayed down for a minute. Went right back. Yeah. That's 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 just home. So
0: it's, see we don't have that. So next you time go you back, go out man. there, let me know so we could pull hey, up man, on we're, Granny.
1: But the Saints play Super Bowl, I'm gonna be there. Really? I'm calling it right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, I'm saying like you know, my Eagles got a chance to go to playoffs. They do, they, they, do, they do, But you already
1: know, every time the Eagles come to New Orleans, it's no good.
0: All right, we gonna get. I up.
1: remember every Eagles game, y'all. We beat y'all at Philly it at Lincoln it Financial. It Dizzle. Want, we can go at it, man. We
0: we gonna get into our right, next topic right, because right. that kind of kind of just threw my vibe off. Oh, you man. you brought up you brought back some mad, bad memories off of that one. Some twenty dollars. Um, yeah, man. So you being a Louisiana native and yes, whatnot. Sir. Um, we gonna quickly talk about college football because a playoff season is among us yes, after sir. this week LSU. of conference championships. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about it, man. LSU. If you ask me, y'all looking like the best game, the best team in college football. Even though y'all are ranked number two behind Ohio, Ohio State, Ohio State, you know they haven't been playing SEC teams week in and week out. Y'all have. Y'all took down Alabama. Y'all mm-hmm. took down Auburn. Y'all mm-hmm. have been taking down top ranked teams and Texas the,
1: at a time, t- but Texas.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all take down top ranked teams in the in the um, SEC. SEC, which is you know, as people like to say, the the highest competitive mm-hmm. conference in college football. So how can you not say you guys aren't number one? I don't know. I'm still
1: baffled, man. I'm st- I'm st- I'm st- Leave that st- up to Jeez.
0: the uh you know the committee or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, college football playoffs is looking real real crunchy over this next week real- with these conference championships, man. We got um you know number one Ohio State versus Wisconsin. I don't see Ohio State losing this. Um, some people do, but I, I think agree. that's out of, you know, they want it to happen.
1: Just hate. Yeah, yeah. I, I see Ohio State doing a thing. They got a Justin Fields. He's a baller. They got J.K. Dobbins, Chase Young on the edge. He's a baller. Shout out to Maryland DeMatha High School. Mm-hmm. He He's a baller. They got that cornerback. Our friend's name is, like, Edozier or something like that. They, they always
0: have a corner.
1: Yeah. They, hey, you already know we got Vaughn Bell, Eli Apple, Marshawn Lattimore. We, we know about Ohio State. We yeah. represent. They doing a thing. I just don't see how you put LSU behind them because we, like, 4-0, 5 in the top, AP 25. I just yeah. I don't know. I just don't see it. But, I mean... Iron shopping's iron, so we'll see if they hold their own, if they could, if they do what they're supposed to do, we'll see them, and we'll just do what we're supposed to do with Joe Barrow, with Clyde at halfback, and you got Jamar and Jefferson, we'll do the thing, so yeah. we just do what we gotta do. It's another day at the work. At Ordron, people thought before we shouldn't have hired him, but it came out good because they thought we should have kept Les Miles, we should have went to get Tom Herman, he's now at um, Texas. Or we should have got somebody else. But he's doing really good. He's from Louisiana, so he knows the city. He knows the state. He knows what it, it means to Louisiana, Louisianians mm-hmm. for this. And because Alabama, man, it was in six, seven long years of losing to Alabama. And he, mm. it's just he knew how much it felt to yeah. be, finally beat Alabama. Because with the whole thing with Nick Saban, he, he was with us and he left. Then he went to Alabama. It just it like ripped our hearts, and he just mm. kept winning and winning and winning. And now finally, we got this win. Yeah, we're one in we're one in six, but we could finally say we finally beat Bama, mm-hmm. and just it could start it could start the pyramid. It could start just b- brick by mm-hmm. brick how we can just take over the SEC. And, it, it just and, means so much. And it, it happened so because
0: you whole culture changed this year. Y'all were known for being yes. a running gun, yes. hard defense yes. team. Your offense is going yes. crazy.
1: Yes, man, because before, like, people don't know, we had Odell and Jarvis Landry. We mm-hmm. had them both at LSU with Matt Flynn, and we just ran a ball. We ran yeah. a ball with Alfred Blue. Oh, man,
0: imagine if y'all had Odell and Jarvis in this type of offense today.
1: Because, actually, people don't know, we um actually got blessed by, by the Saints because Joe Brady, he's an offensive specialist. He was with the Saints, mm-hmm. but Sean Payton... Finagle something with Ed Orgeron and brought him to LSU hmm. with Steve Spurgeon. My friend, I think it's his name. The offensive coordinator. And him and Joe Brady have actually come together with the spread. Like, okay, we got five recruits, receivers, five recruits, running backs. All right, we're going to match them with your five-star recruits and we're going to spread them out. We're going to let them work. And you see Jamar Chase, a, a sophomore, doing the thing, got a 1,000 yards. You got Justin Jefferson doing the thing, got a 1,000 yards. like, it's just beautiful yeah. because people don't know. Also, Justin Jefferson, he is the third sibling to go to LSU because you have mm-hmm. Jordan Jefferson, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was doing a the thing. I remember. Then you have Ricky Jefferson. He was a he was a DB. Slash slot corner. The, the
0: quarterback was number
1: two, right? Justin Jefferson, yes. Yeah. Uh Jordan Jefferson, excuse me. Jordan Jefferson. He was a up. he was a quarterback mm-hmm. back when we had the uh running run force. Yeah, run first with uh Les Mile and we had Alfred Brew, Alfred Blue, excuse me. So it's just it's just happy finally that we use the spread and we just put our best players against your best players and just right. let them work. And then also people don't know, we got Randy Moss's son, daddy is Moss. He's a tight end. Yeah. He made that he clutch catch against the beautiful, uh, against beautiful toe tap catch that led to a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just, it's just, it's just man, we've been down for so long, and now finally, Joe Joe Bro has been a blessing, man. He he got he got transferred went the transfer portal from Ohio State with Justin Fields and um what's what's his face um. Who was it? Who was it at The quarterback.
0: Dwayne Haskins?
1: Not Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne. he lost to Dwayne Haskins. But finally, he just won the transfer. We blessed yeah. up. Got Joe Barrow. He's just been nothing but a blessing. Hopefully, he wins the Heisman. Hopefully, he wins the best quarterback award. And just blessed up. But it's going to be bad for him. He gets the first-round pick. He gets to go to Cincinnati. But he's been a blessing at LSU. He just been holding it down. Hopefully, we beat uh, Georgia. Kirby Smart. Jake Fromm, DeWandre Swift. We just do the thing and we just go on, and succeed. And finally, get that college playoff.
0: I got you guys beating Georgia. I think Georgia's a fraud, not as far as their success thus far, but as far as being an elite team and beating, beating an elite team like LSU. They haven't beat them I, I last think, year. We, we I, I think them. it's I think it's very 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 like sketchy on their end. Yeah, they won some games, you know, but like they, it's it's been fishy. I don't see them, you know, coming on top, uh, beating beating you guys. So, the thing is, so the playoff picture is actually, you know, quite interesting. So, how I have it is Ohio State winning, keeping one or two, whatever you want to call it. LSU, if you guys beat Georgia or if you lose, I mean, mm-hmm. you're still in the playoffs if you ask I me. Hope,
1: I hope so because it's just we have the resume because right. strength the schedule and then... I think if we beat if we lose to Georgia, I think we fall down to maybe three, yeah, maybe three, four, and then, four, probably four. Yeah, probably four. And then, but, mm, but even yeah. if so,
0: like I said, you guys are in regardless. That's
1: for, yeah, that's for us to lose because Georgia needs the one to stay in because yeah. if there are two team laws, then you have the Pac twelve championship. I think Utah, so the, who, or think you have Big 12 Oklahoma. Utah and Baylor. Oregon. So yeah. here's, here's how I see it will yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. If you
0: ask me, this is how I see it will go. Ohio State win. LSU, you guys beat Georgia. Mm-hmm. Georgia falls. Clemson beats Virginia. Mm-hmm. Georgia's at four. If they lose to you guys, they fall. Utah mm-hmm. loses to Oregon. They fall. Oklahoma beats Baylor. They go up in the stock, and they go up to number four. I would love to see Oklahoma in the playoffs. I would love to see Jalen Hurts get his redemption in the playoffs. Even though it's not as much as redemption because, you know, he respectfully left Alabama because he mm-hmm. did what most um, kids these days wouldn't have done. You know, when he transfer. lost his position to Tua, he stayed. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids now these days, they transfer like that. So, I, I, I definitely highly respect Jalen Hurts. Highly respect for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I, I think he deserves to go to playoffs. If he does, you know, I think he'll hold it down for the most part. But as far as the college football championship, I got it. LSU's in. Mm-hmm. The other team, I would love to see Ohio State and Clemson go into Mm -hmm. the semifinals. I think that would definitely, you know, be a great matchup. Whoever wins that sees LSU, Um, you know, the rest is kind of, you know, up for grabs. Baylor, I don't see going in. Utah, I I can't imagine Utah going to the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're nice. They're a good team. But,
1: you know, if they go, they might get, you know, spanked in the first round or whatnot. Honestly, I'm surprised, too, that... Because it seems like the college football loves Alabama so much. I'm surprised they fell so down to, I think, believe 12. Yeah. I'm really surprised that they I just feel like they love Alabama so much. And they love Nick Saban so much. Yeah, but. That, like, I'm just. I'm really. But I mean, they lost to Auburn, granted. But yeah. I'm just so surprised that they fell so far because it seems like. It's like. Alabama has a sh- has a really long lease because they can do so much. Mm-hmm. But since it's the SEC, they can lose like oh it's Alabama. It was it's just really inconsistent. But first they do it's the eye test, and then it's uh oh you're a conference championship or not. Because I feel like let's say Alabama won, I think still even if Georgia lost, I think they would have put Alabama over Oklahoma or a Utah or Oregon. I really believe that because I feel like they respect or they love the SEC so much and they love the Nick Saban dynasty so much that they will just put them in off the humble. And it's really just, I really think it's surprising that they finally just said, you know what? Let's put Alabama down to 12. Mm -hmm. I really really think that's surprising because it just seemed like the past three years, it's just been really consistent because I think last year they put... Notre Dame, or Penn State because they say they're, yeah. they're most deserving. So this really just inconsistent in how like yeah. they're they're putting the ranking. But is it saying most deserving? Or is the eye test or the the best wins? I mean if it's you really ask me really inconsistent. If you
0: ask me, which is what most people would say as well, they need to just bump it to eight teams. Like why not? Why just have it at fourteen? See,
1: I don't know about that because I feel like it's a slippery slippery slope because I think if it's eight teams, you gotta think of the college player standpoint. Let's say, but I know a lot of people are like I remember. I remember Leonard Fournette and Christian mm-hmm. McCaffrey. They sat out those games because what if they get injured? Yeah. That's 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 it. So that's two games. So I remember out. Jalen Smith. I think a yeah. perfect example. He was with Notre Dame. He messed up his like his knee meniscus ACL mm-hmm. something like that. He went from the first first round drive all the way down to third with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and he's excelling. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just hard because because you have college prospects. 19 20 21 years old and it's have they have so much on the line with these games and it's that if they play yeah, they ball out but let's say they play and it's ACL tour yeah. and a meniscus tour. that's the end yeah and not and granted everybody can get that insurance draft pick policy like to a guy for example it's just so hard because well I understand how you want eight teams but let's say the 18 team get in you get injured and you your team lost that's it your, your stock falls automatically down. And let's say you might go from first to the sixth. It's just really hard. But I understand from a cost standpoint and maybe four might be too little. I think it might be like six might be a little bit better. But I think I just think they need to have a, a good just blueprint of who they pick and what's the reason why. Because there's so much flip-flop. It's just, it's just so much inconsistent of why they pick who. But first it's resume. Strength of schedule, and then it's most deserving, so it's just, it's just really inconsistent. And they didn't yeah. even have a straight blueprint of who is the top four best teams, regardless of schedule, regardless of division, regardless of anything. The top four best teams need to play because, like, the past season got it wrong. Because I think Clemson played Notre Dame, or Clemson played Notre Dame, played somebody, they got blown out, mm-hmm. so it's just like, nope. The, 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 the viewer doesn't want to see a blown out. A viewer, a viewer wants to play, see a good game, go to the last man. Right. At ESPN Classic, they want to see, like LSU, for example, last year, it's Texas a and They want to see seven overtimes. Mm-hmm. They want to see something that's going to keep them watching. They want, see, they want to see something that's going to be, oh, it's a blowout.
0: And that's what they're trying to set it up for.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's just they got to make sure they have a blueprint of what they think is the best for each team to play.
0: I definitely agree, man. Well, we won eight eight playoff spots. We may not see it no time soon, but we got to be thankful for the fact that we have college playoffs because before when it was just, you know, Rose Bowl. Let me go on the right because, you
1: know, in 2011, we beat Alabama. LSU beat Alabama 9-6. We had it, but was, you know
0: that was such a boring game. They
1: wanna, they wanna put Alabama back in. We, they blow us out. But you feel me? If they had the playoffs, this Alabama never woulda got in. Mm-hmm. It's just. I don't know, man. I'm going to rant because you know how I, I hate Alabama. I hate Nick Saban. I bet you we, do. We, we beat them 9-6. Shout out Tyron Matthews. Mm-hmm. Shout out Eric Reed. Yep. He got the picks. He got the picks. The-
0: Morris Claiborne. Shout
1: out Morris Claiborne. Patrick Patterson. That was D- one of my favorite You already know LSU is DBU. Nobody else. Not Florida. Not Ohio State. Not L- Not uh, not Florida. Florida State. Texas. None of that. LSU is DBU. <coughs> Florida. LSU is DBU. And they this they just ripped us heart. It should have been LSU versus Oklahoma State. But Oklahoma State messed up and lost the, I think, Iowa State or something like that. It should have been, but I was, that's when they had Brandon Whedon. Shout out Get Dallas Cowboys, but yeah. you know. It's great. Brandon Whedon and Des Bryant, but it should have been that, but they put LSU in um, Alabama, and then we got blown out, I think it was like 33 to 16, 33 to 6, and we just got blown out. And then it's just like they got a second chance. I and mean, I think, I believe they should have got a second chance. Bro. Yeah. Because we beat them, but you know. That's the BCS drama.
0: Listen, ladies and gentlemen, as y'all can see, this whole college football thing, y'all, y'all see it got my boy Wendizzle worked up. He can go he can go on for days. But unfortunately, we out of time for the time being. I like to thank everybody who tuned in, to Foosball Fanatics. This is your host, Dave Vaughn, aka Day Two Times, aka Day Day, aka Bebo Lottie, a.k.a. Hetty Murphy. You can follow me on IG at day two times. That's D-A-I-T-W-O-T-I-M-E-S. I'd like to give a shout-out, a big shout-out to my brother, my guest, Wendizzle. Dizzle. I'm pretty sure you're already following him on IG or Twitter already, but if you're not, go ahead and give him a follow. That's W-E-N-D-I-Z-Z-L-E, the infamous. Wendizzle, Dizzle. Thanks for coming on my show, my brother. No
1: doubt, man. Got your love, man. Meet high forever.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and get at my boy Sauce Boy to end us out with a nice, mellow, and majestic beat. Until next week, we're going to catch y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.
1: Let me give you one more. Fly equals fly. Oh, you a dickhead. <laughs> you a nut.